0: The following show is brought to you by our friends over at Vaden of Pooler and, of course, Grassy Roofing. Thank you for your continued support of Raider Athletics.
1: Hello everybody and welcome to the Raider Nation podcast. Tonight we have two SPAL championship football games that your Raider football teams are competing in and we sat down last week with both sets of coaches from the 5th and 6th grade team and 7th and 8th grade team to talk about what their keys to victory were and what they're going to have to do to come away with a championship tonight. And first up, let's go ahead and send it on over to our interview with 5th and 6th grade head coach, Eddie Wilson. All right, and now we are back on the Raider Nation podcast, and right now we are joined by the head football coach for the 5th and 6th grade middle school team, and that is head coach, Eddie Wilson. Eddie, how are you doing today?
2: I'm great. Thank you for having me, and thank you for doing this podcast all year
1: yeah no problem at all all right so you guys are one of two middle school football teams that are about to play in a championship game this week just go ahead and talk about how you got here what's the season been like and how did you guys get all the way to the championship game
2: well it 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 really starts with with coach woodward uh when he came in here a few years ago um, he really wrapped his arms around the entire program and and has helped with the middle school he's obviously focused on high school but he spends so much time with us and is available and he talked about at the time that uh, he wants to just see the kids that come up through our program have a chance to compete for a championship there's no guarantees but you work for that chance and fortunately our guys have done that and with the help of all the coaches at the high school coach bell's been a help coach walsh it's been great and the kids have worked hard to give us a chance to do just that awesome and so
1: coaching at the middle school level is a unique experience for sure um i've done it with some basketball and i know it's really vital to the program so just talk about what what is the most important um most important thing when coaching at the middle school level to get these kids prepared for high school and even more to that point who are the kids from your teams that we should be looking out for over the years as they get closer and closer to that high school level.
2: Sure, that's that's a big one. That's uh, I may if I can, I'll kind of break that into two. Um, it, to me, the most important thing uh, in the middle school is is yeah, you want to teach the kids football, you want to teach them how to compete, but we also want to teach them how to act, how to be a good teammate, how to be a good Christian, how to be a good young man, and and I think that helps us. You you're going to have seasons with Success on the field, you're going to have seasons where it's maybe a little bit tougher on the field. We can't control all of those things, but what we can control is our effort and our attitude. Uh, and and hopefully when you have a little bit of ability to combine with those, it gives you the opportunity to compete for a championship or to be an effective player in high school. So that, that to me is what it's about, is, is just teaching these kids the right way to do what we do and have some fun. I mean, it's, I'm fifth and sixth grade. These are still little boys. Even the big ones, they need to have fun. Um, some of these kids, um, we're, we're very fortunate this year. We've got some kids that have really come into their own, have a little bit of ability. Everybody contributes. We've had most of our games. Every player has gotten some time on the field, obviously some more than others, but uh, that's something we try to accomplish if we can. Uh, but specifically, i got to start with with C.J. Menzi. Uh, that young man has really grown and matured. He's very young. So he's actually in sixth grade again this year. Um, He was a nine-year-old when he played for us in fifth grade. So now he's age-appropriate and he's really blossomed. He's had an incredible season on both sides. Uh, Jalen Hicks, another one, both sides of the ball, is doing a great job. MJ Scott asked for a chance to compete to be quarterback this year, and it has been fantastic. He's doing a great job, not to mention he's, he's playing on defense. We've got a young man named Jake Hendricks. He's a little smaller. Very good athlete. We weren't sure how he would embrace football, but he has loved it, and he has been doing a terrific job for us. He's also our kicker. Um, Young man that came to school this year, uh, new, Jordan Dillon. He looks like a high schooler. He is uh, about 200 pounds, very athletic, and he he is one of the hardest workers on our team. He's a kid that you never have to – correct him for behavioral mistakes. He's he's just a quiet leader on this team, and we're very fortunate to have him, and he's just a great kid and has been well embraced. A uh, couple of the young kids, we've got a, a fifth grader named Christian Robinson who's doing a great job, a tough kid. He would actually be able to compete for our quarterback job, but we have to have him on our offensive line. He's a little bit bigger, uh, but he's just a blessing to have. And then there's some some guys that have been contributing Harrison, Stone, Kane, Tomlin. There's just a a whole bunch of guys. I'm going to try not to name them all. We're excited. We've had six of our players have scored points in games this year, and that's not common in this grade. Usually you've got one or two kids, and a team just rides those guys. We've got a lot of kids. We've got another fifth grader that has scored, Aaron Hall. It's just been great.
1: Awesome, Coach. Well, now let's get into some specifics about this year. Um, Unfortunately, you guys did not get to play – your last playoff game um you do advance forward into the championship game but for those people who might be listening to this as just you know maybe just high school football fans of Savannah Christian and have stumbled across this episode of the podcast uh, talk specifics about w- what is your division or age group look like who are the teams you're competing against week in and week out how do you guys stack up with them this year and um what's your what's your journey so far as far as the competition been like to get you guys to this point
2: sure so so this year at the fifth and sixth grade level our opponents are blessed sacrament um country day calvary and hancock so we have played blessed sacrament and hancock twice already this year with the uh a, a, one of our schools that usually competes didn't it didn't have the ability to field a team this year so a couple of repeat opponents um and in, in every year it changes a little bit. Um, uh, Blessed Sacrament's been good for a few years now. Country Day tends to be a, a very competitive team, and that's been true. Uh, Hancock's always tough. They're always well coached. Calvary has always been very good. They, they had a little bit of a down year. They had a lot of fifth graders. I think they're going to be someone we've got to look out for next year. But um, our guys have done well. We've got good numbers. We've, we've got a couple kids that can – can get you out of trouble if a play doesn't go perfect and they don't always go perfect. It's nice to have some kids that have a little bit of speed or some strength to them that might can make something happen. And that's been something that, you know, we've had great kids, hard workers, uh, but maybe not kids that have blossomed quite as early. We've got a few kids that are blossoming a little earlier in life. So we've been able to stack up well. We can compete with everybody. Uh, but we've got tough competition. We're going to play Blessed Sacrament next Thursday for the fifth and sixth grade Spout Championship. It's going to be our third time playing them. They've got kids that can get you out of trouble and can make plays. They're going to be well-coached. They're going to be tough. And in the two games that we have played them, the combined score, it's a 34-34. to 34. We took one and they took one. All right. Well, that kind of leads into
1: to this question, setting up this big championship game. Um, again, if you could just preview for us a little bit for, for those listening who might not be aware of it, where is it taking place? when can, When is it taking place? How can we, you know, be a part of it as, as fans to go and go and watch it? And then what are your keys to victory going to be? Uh, I ask Coach Woodward this every week for the high school team, so I'm going to ask both, uh, both middle school sets of teams. What do you guys look at that you have to do right what are the things you have to succeed in to come away with a victory uh in this championship game for you guys
2: sure so the game's going to be next thursday we're going to get to play at pooler stadium um i think the game's going to be at six but that's still a little bit up in the air people will be able to buy tickets i think on GoFan fan is, is the normal way but probably available at the gate as well we're excited to get to go out there i think the kids are going to look forward to uh you know it's the evolution right this is the future of Savannah Christian High School football, so they're excited to have a chance to go play where the big boys play. Um, this game is going to be a good one. If you can get out to, to Pooler Stadium on Thursday, it's going to be fun to watch. Blessed Sacrament's got some really good athletes. They're going to be a tough competition for us. But if our kids will get out there, and, and Coach Wilbur talks about this, attack fast, beat your opponent. If we get off to a fast start, I feel very good about our chance to do this. Uh, the kids are going to have to trust each other. We want guys to make plays, but they don't need to try and do too much. Play within what we're trying to get done. Trust your teammates and keep fighting. Coach's theme for the year for the high school team, and we've tried to adopt it at the little guys, is being resilient. Um, The last time we played Blessed Sacrament, they jumped up to a 13-0 start on us. We had made some mistakes. The kids got a little bit down, and then a guy makes a play, and you just see him lift up. And they just kept that on and ended up winning uh, in an overtime game when we also, after we took the lead, we lost the lead again. So we came back with a uh, end of the game drive to tie it up and then uh, came away with a win. So I'm excited and I'm, I'm, I'm hoping we handle business a little faster and maybe don't put so much stress on uh, the kids and the coaches and the fans. But uh, we're just looking forward to the chance.
1: Awesome. Coach, well, good luck with your team as they play Blessed Sacrament in the championship game um, Thursday night at six o'clock at Pooler Stadium. Hopefully we get a lot of fan support out there and we can kind of see some future Raiders run around and hopefully bring home a trophy. Thank you for everything you do for the program. And thank you for joining us here on the Raider Nation podcast.
2: Thank you. Go Raiders.
1: And again, that was the head football coach for the 5th and 6th grade team, Coach Eddie Wilson. We want to thank him for stopping by and joining us on the Raider Nation podcast. Now let's go ahead and send it on over to our interview with 7th and 8th grade coach Derek Fitzgerald. And we're back here on the Raider Nation podcast and we are now joined by 7th and 8th grade head football coach Derek Fitzgerald. Coach, how are you doing today?
0: Uh, doing pretty good. I mean, we're happy but tired. It was a, you know, the hard-fought game last night, and I think it was probably, by the time I got home last night, it was probably after 10 o'clock, so it's by the time you clean up and get everything put away, you know, it's it's late, but like I said, it's a, it's a happy, tired today.
1: Yeah, so let's start there. Um, You guys get a big win last night that puts you into the championship game for your division of SPOW. Talk a little bit about um uh, just how the game progressed uh who are you guys up against and how did you guys come away with the w last night
0: um playing country day last night they're a really good program uh, i think they had a couple of key injuries coming into the game and um i think it was a little more lopsided it than it should have been uh we played them uh back in the september first of october and it was only a one score win win for us uh and i think we took that we scored that go-ahead about two minutes left in the game and so um they played us really tight the last time so it really was kind of still expecting to be a really tight game so I was pretty surprised when the game ended being as lopsided as it did um we were a little surprised by the kids last night too they really weren't as fired they seemed like as fired up as they normally are they were really just very quiet subdued and I think it was more like they kind of had more like a I don't know more like a workman's mentality last night. We're going to be here. We're going to win this ballgame. We're going to grind. We're not going to get overexcited. We know what we're here to do. We're just going to go out. We're going to play ball and win a ballgame.
1: So that, that bodes well, really, for you guys. Like we mentioned, that puts you guys into a champ, into the championship game after a really impressive performance last night for you guys to get the victory. But talk about how you guys got here this season. Um, What does your season look like? Who are the teams in your division that you had to face this year for maybe some people who aren't as familiar with the middle school level who have you guys who have you guys gone up against this year and what does this season look like for you guys so far to get you to this point where you guys are playing for a championship
0: um i mean it started back in july we started off-season conditioning the the week after uh the fourth of july break um came out in the afternoons we probably had seventy five percent of the kids were showing up during the summer for workouts, which is a really good turnout. Um, just conditioning, doing installs, and getting ready for the season. That way, when we walked in the first of August, we could go straight into pads and um, and just it was a real it was easy for us to just transition straight into pads and keep doing what we had been doing. Um, teams in this league uh, spouts a little different, you know, than than the high school league. So we're playing the middle schools, the private middle schools here in town, like of well, Sacrament really good team this year country day calvary uh saint james bethesda those were the teams in our league um kind of a crazy year this year we never got to play saint james or bethesda because of the COVID 19 both times we were scheduled to play them they ended up having to cancel the game because of illness and so we kind of got short chains a little bit on that um it was actually a pretty good year. I would say, you know, the big, big game for us this year, I think going in was Bethesda, um, really good, solid program, played us really hard and they're, and they're a gifted team. And I, and I think that was the one game our boys really got up for this year and were really stoked about. And when we pulled off the win, they were, I mean, it was, it was almost like we won the championship. Um, Calvary is who we got next. Let's talk about Calvary. Um, early in the year watched some film of them playing country day uh they're a pretty young team i think they had seven turnovers in that game against country day and only got beat by like three scores um but just watching them I, you know you could tell they've got athletes and all they needed was time to gel um and obviously it's what they must have done last night because they pretty much pulled the upset on blessed sacrament last night and pulled off that win which nobody really was expecting and so um you know i've I, you got to be concerned about that because all of a sudden here's a team that you really counted out and all of a sudden they pull off a big win and obviously they must have things clicking at this point point. and we got to come out next week practice starting on monday and just start getting ready for calvary putting the work in all week having three good practices and then playing in that championship
1: awesome coach and so you talk about it there We're taking on calvary next week in the championship but you guys have set yourself up to where you've had a great season this year and put yourselves in position to play for a championship. So talk a little bit about more specifically who who've been your key players this year. We know that at the middle school level, that's a really a big feeder system, obviously, for our high school levels and and what we're able to do at the, the JV and varsity levels once these kids get a little older. So who? Are the players that were instrumental in your guys' success this year and the ones that, you know, the Raider fans need to be watching out for and keeping an eye on as they get older and move up the ranks into the high school level of things?
0: Well, I mean, it kind of starts with the obvious Elijah Griffin. um, You know, probably a very freakish athlete, um, very gifted player, very smart player. Um, You know, he's already got Georgia – making him an offer at this point to come play for the dogs down the, in the future. Uh, but after that, we we're still, we're, we've got a lot of guys behind him this year that were key contributors to what we did. You've got um, Zoe Smalls, gifted running back outside linebacker. Uh, Jalen Miles, uh, again, gifted linebacker, running back. Kenry um, Wall, again, another gifted running back, uh, defensive back. Um, You've got uh, Q at quarterback. Has come a long way since last year. Um, Has really developed this year into a leader for the program. Um, Up front, offensive line, really across the board with um, Evan Valdez, um, Luke Gunn, Elijah, Tristan Perkins. Um, I know I'm leaving somebody out here. Um, But just the offensive line as a whole, just very good. Um, secondary played well this year. Braden Driver, um, has come a long way in the secondary, just pretty much a shutdown guy back there at free safety. He's also our kicker and, and extra, and you know, field goal kicker, kickoff guy, and, and very good at that. Um, has helped us out tremendously this year. Um, has several kickoffs Have literally put the ball in the end zone, you know, kicking over guys' heads. They just weren't expecting him to have the leg he does and put it over their head and roll into the end zone, and, and that was huge. Um, and we just had a lot of, we just had a lot of kids this year, you know, contribute all the way around. We just were loaded this year, I think, with not just key kids, but role players that came in uh, and played their role and, and contributed to the wins that we had this year.
1: Awesome. And so last thing to wrap it up. Um, we mentioned it. The, the reason we're doing this is because you guys are playing for a SPOW championship. So go ahead and preview a little bit more of that game for us. Uh, tell the fans out there who are listening to this who, who may want to come and support these um, the support the team next week and see some of our, our future high school football Raiders play for, for a trophy next week. Talk about where, where's the game going to be? When's it going to be? You already talked about how we're playing Calvary. And then talk about what your keys to victory are going to be for your team. What do you have to do to come away with the W and bring home a trophy um, after the, the end of the night next week?
0: Okay, I mean, let's start off with this Calvary. So enough said there. The Savannah Christian-Calvary rivalry is huge at every level. Um, we got them next week in Pooler Stadium at 7.30. Um, it just, I just expect this to be a great game. Um, both teams, like I said, are very gifted. Um, we've been pretty solid all year. Calvary, I think, is starting to hit their stride, and I think this is going to be a really good ball game. Um, Keys, us is we are going to be having three solid days of practice, uh, come out there and working our tails off, and putting our putting the installs in, getting ready for Calvary. You know, knowing what they're going to do on offense and defensively, being ready for that. Offensively, just understanding our assignments and you know, being ready to, you know, block up front and and run the ball hard. And when we have a chance to throw the ball, catch the ball and, and put the ball in the end zone. Um, it's It's going to be a heck of a ball game.
1: Awesome, Coach. Well, again, thank you for taking time out of your day to join us here. We want to wish your team good luck, and we want to encourage everybody who's listening to go out and support both the fifth and sixth grade team and the seventh and eighth grade team in the championships. Coach, thank you for joining us here on the Raider Nation podcast. <laughs> And that's all the time we have for this week's edition of the Raider Nation podcast. We want to thank our guests for stopping by, 5th and 6th grade coach Eddie Wilson and 7th and 8th grade football coach Derek Fitzgerald. We also want to thank our sponsors, Grassy Roofing and Vaden of Pooler. And we want to remind you, you can get all your tickets to the home sporting events here at SCPS by going to GoFan.co or using the GoFan app. And you can also stay up to date on all things Raider Athletics by following SCPS Athletics on Facebook, Twitter, or Instagram.